Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Here we are, Arab Sukkot. We're so busy, there's so much to do. Putting up the sukkah, hopefully it's already done, uh, getting the food ready, and yet we're taking time to learn Mesil Sasharim. So, here we go. Two points I'd like to make. The first point that Mesil Sasharim says is what leads a person to Zahiras? So he says Torah leads a person to Zahiras. And then he says, but specifically, it's the stories in the Sifri Kodesh and the Svarim, the Divi Chazal, the Hamaorim that inspire a person to this. Let's break those two down. The first one is stories in Sifri Kodesh. So there's a fascinating Ralbag in his introduction. The Ralbag, one of the Rishonim, and in his introduction to the Torah, says, why are there so many stories in the Torah? Yes, I can understand. You want to start from Bereshit, just show that Hashem runs the world. Okay, fine. But so many stories. And he explains that the Torah is not just a law book, it's a guidebook. And we use the Torah to guide our lives. So when we read the stories of Avram Avinu, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, when we learn about Sarah Avinu, it's not just, wow, fascinating people. But that doesn't apply to me. They're so perfect. What affects them doesn't happen to me. Not true use their stories and apply them to our lives. That's the Rabbag's point. It's fascinating. So when we read through the stories of Moshe Rabbeinu, we have to think to ourselves, what can we do in this vein? Now, it should go without saying, we are not Moshe Rabbeinu, we are not Avram Avinu, but a trained eye can find aspects of these stories in the, in the Torah and see how to apply it to ourselves. The second point that he says is the words of Chazal that inspire one to this, as Ramat the Seor Solomon says in his commentary, Musr Svarim. So there's two specific ways, says the Mesil Sasharim, that a person can grow in their Zahiras. And both of these focus on the Chomer Avoda, the gravity of the Avoda. We have so much to do in this world and not enough time. What an appropriate limud for today. <laughs> There's so much to do. And it feels like Yom Tov is coming so fast. That being said, so there are these two aspects. And this should apply, just to be clear, that it applies to men, women, and children. They can learn all of this. It's, it's, it, not only is it not a problem, it's, it's, it's basically an obligation. Okay, so that's the first point. Then, let's move on to the second point. He starts to break down, he says there's three groups of people that... Um, he wants to address. And the first group of people he wants to address are the Shlemi Hadas. These, uh, are ho- these people are whole in their understanding and their wisdom. So the other groups we're going to talk about are people who are more focused on Scharva Onesh, that's reward and punishment, or Kavod and honor. But these people, you know what motivates them? Perfection. Now, frankly, I guess I'm not one of these people because I'm reading these words and it's very hard for me to relate perfection. I mean, first of all, I'll never be perfect. I don't expect to be perfect, so that's number one. And, and, and you know, I, I don't know. Okay, so, so if you, you didn't get, you know, the, you know I, I wanted to make a, a deal. You know, people compromise all the time. I wanted to make a deal. I was going to make $68 million and instead I made $66 million. Okay, you know, like that, that's part of business. So why, what's this Shlemi Hadas? How do we relate to this idea of, oh, perfection? And I think, at least for some of us in the crowd, we can relate to the following concept. A person is taking a test, okay? And uh, there's 100 points on the test. And the person gets a 99. So whether you're a perfectionist or not, that's not what we're talking about. But I think we could recognize that there's a vast difference between a 99 and a 100. And that difference is way, way different than a 98 and a 99. It's all the same one point that the person is missing but it makes a world of a difference. 100, I got a perfect score on my test. 99, I did good. Might as well get 98. It's all the same at that point. So for ourselves, 
the focus on this shleimi hadas and this idea of being shalem, of, of uh, for lack of a better term, perfect. It doesn't mean perfect in the sense that we never ever do an avera. We are constantly always doing mitzvahs as much as we can. It means perfect for ourselves. We are so used to and so focused on competition. That's just the world that we live in. And am I better than that person? And, and, and before you say, no, no, not me. Think about it. A lot of the guilt and, and bad feelings we have of the Averos are just the Averos that others don't do. So, for example, I think that nobody's doing that Avera, and I did it, oh, I felt terrible. But if I'm doing a certain Avera, I'm going to use this, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't use examples of, of Averas I think a lot of people do, but um, whatever, the, whatever the example may be, if I do that Avera, okay, you know, whatever, you know, everyone around me is doing it, it doesn't make me feel so bad. So a lot of our judgment is vis-a-vis other people. Same thing, same thing with mitzvahs. I should, you know, again, you know, I'm a, I'm a yeshiva bachar, I should learn late, nobody around me is learning late, so whatever, I'm not going to learn late. We, we tend to judge ourselves based on others. The shleim hadas, they focus on themselves. Am I capable of more? If I am capable of more, oh, how horrible it would be, how horrible it would be if I fall short. If I'm not capable of more, that's it. I got 100. Have an amazing day and an amazing circus. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.